Welcome everyone to this episode of the Palmetto Guardian. I'm Sergeant Chelsea Baker and today we have some lovely guests with us. So uh, we're going to go around the table and I'm going to let you guys introduce yourself and then we're just going to go right into the podcast. So Sergeant Cox, we'll start with you. Staff Sergeant Cox, uh, Marshmanship Training Unit. Sergeant First Class Lawrence, Marshmanship Training Unit, NCIC. Staff Sergeant <laughs> Pritchett, Marshmanship Training Unit and uh, Mobe Readiness Team. G3. Awesome. Sergeant Pritchett wasn't ready over there, but we'll forgive him. Um, so the last couple years, well, really with time, there's a lot of stuff that's changing. This year has been crazy with all the stuff that's been going on. And um, a lot of things that have been going on is the new PT test that everybody's talking about, but also there is a new qualification that is already implemented or in the works, correct? And a lot of people still don't really know about it or what it is. So that's basically what they are here today is to kind of talk about that new um, qualification and to kind of get the information out to people who haven't heard that we're going to this new qualification. And when you say qualification, you're specifically talking about rifle qualification, but the new integrated weapons training system has pistol, rifle, sniper weapons, and mm-hmm. 249 automatic rifle. So... There's a whole lot going on, a mm-hmm. whole bunch and a bunch of different weapons. But so. today, today <laughs> just about the rifle. Yes. Because, <laughs> yes. I mean, traditionally across the guard, that's what everybody shoots is the mm-hmm. rifle. That And specialty MOSs or officers and stuff may shoot other things. So we're going to touch base on the rifle um, and then kind of go from there with later podcasts and videos. So who wants to start? Talking about all the fun new stuff that is involved with this new qualification. Everybody's looking at me. I was going to volunteer, <laughs> starting to preach it, but <laughs> he doesn't look like he wants to be volunteered. It's uh, very different. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the quick and dirt, the bottom line up front is this the, the new qualification, as compared to the old qualification. Old qualification, go to the zero range, you go, you zero, jump on the bus right up the hill, qual if you can, good on you if you do, and tough luck if you don't. Or mm-hmm. keep trying, something or like that. Or continue to try. That's continue to try until darkness or lack of ammo. <laughs> um, Army, big Army, uh, decided that across the board, regular and reserve components are going to place a greater emphasis on it. And so they devised a set of tables um army units have been doing this the tanks the bradley's they do sets of tables mm-hmm. for qualification basically they brought the system down to the individual weapons so you got a table one which is basically here's the rifle the go switch the all switch the dangerous end the put against your shoulder end the very basics mm-hmm. table two est you've been there you've done that before same thing pretty much table three is drills so there's certain Things you're going to do with the rifle, mm-hmm. fight up, fight down, different positions. So you're not sh- just penny drills that you do in basic training. No, 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 no. <laughs> you're going to be doing, and when they say drills, so all, all the shooting, all the live fire, not the group ending in zero, but the practice and, ze- and qualification are mm-hmm. done with a barricade. That's a that's a big change now, and this caused a lot of, of work on behalf of people who do the ranges. But anyway, there's drills to, to teach you how to move efficiently um, about the barricade. Table four is grouping and zeroing. That's a big deal. It takes up most of the biggest section of it mm-hmm. because it's changed drastically a lot. Table five is the only optional table. Table five is just practice, but it is the exact same as the 
qualification, which is the last table, table six, except the targets come up faster and they stay up less time. They go down quicker. And you have an induced malfunction. If you can do table five, you're going to be great on table six. Table six is the qual. Table six <laughs> is the qual. And there you have it. We're done. All right. No, 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 no. Oh, we're not done. We're not okay, done. I have okay, more okay. questions. Oh, wait, You're not wait. going anywhere. Dang. Okay. So, um... <laughs> How long has this been implemented? Like, is this something that the guard is already doing? Like, units are already going out, and they're like, this is how they're calling, or is it still a transitional phase where they're still calling with the old call? No, Sergeant Lawrence is shaking his head at me. Well, and he's and he's right, <laughs> and he's wrong. So I'm going to point out how he's wrong because okay. he's the boss. Um, <laughs> it, but he's right. Mm -hmm. It's it's a. Reserve component is still in transition from the NGB just sent out an email last week. I don't know if you had a chance to get it since nope. you were teaching the last two weeks. Yeah. They just sent out an email that said that reserve component, guard units are in transition. Mm -hmm. And our understanding is because ranges have to be physically modified. They have to drill holes. They have to build barricades, put barricades in, all the infrastructure stuff. So, you know, during the winter – Maybe in some of the northern places, they just can't do that stuff yet. Yeah. But here, range 14, they're in. And We're up. We're ready. And because of those things being built and the decisions that we've made as a state, yes, that information will be coming out here shortly that you will no longer have the option to shoot the old qual. It will be new qual or nothing. So there's so going to be state guidance. Somebody's there is state guidance coming. The decision was made today. Yep. Okay. Okay. So are they already implementing this in basic training then so that the new soldiers that are coming to the units, they've already done this qualification? Sergeant Lawrence has spoken with some of the drill instructors. Yeah, so I was at Fort Jackson last week or the week before, week before. and seen a bunch of soldiers graduating, mm -hmm. and I just started pinging them. I picked out the guys with the expert badges just to see, did he get an expert badge in a new qual or is it the old qual? Consensus was... Mostly old qual, so they take a platoon, so it's four platoons in a company. Mm -hmm. They take a platoon, and they shoot the new qual. But the other three platoons are still shooting the old qual, but they're also shooting it with optics. Okay, really? Yeah, so there's no iron sight qual anymore. It's all CCO. Hmm. So, and I talked to drill sergeants, and they said that just one platoon out of the company is shooting the new qual. Did but they give you a... Their, their feel of it, how, how, how they're doing? They seem, he said that he seems, or he thinks that it's not as bad as people think, mm -hmm. that they're doing just as good, but they're also shooting with optics. Mm -hmm. So optics ain't, it's not going to be as hard, but some units aren't going to issue optics to every Joe. Yeah. It's just, it's just the way it is. Joint Force Headquarters is a prime example because... Uh, they don't have them. Mm -hmm. So when they get M4s, they're just going to be shooting backup sites, you know, for a qual. Um, probably these trans units, they probably don't have optics. You know, different units, um, usually the people who get the optics are higher enlisted or officers. Okay. So, but they seem to think that it's not going to be as bad as we think, but we've had pretty good su success Um we're probably going to get into that too, but probably not too much. But the IWTS course that we teach. So um, it's been it's been pretty good as far as teaching people the new qual, the new standards, the new target. 
um, using the offset tool and that kind of stuff. So, so for the three of you, because you're all on the marksmanship t- team, you shoot a lot. Like you go out and you train people on shooting, and you run the ranges for different events and stuff like that. How how do you see this working for the guard? Because it's not like you were saying. You'd show up drill weekend, you go to the zero range, and then you go to the qual range. Like, this is something that's going to take up a lot more time. Exactly. And so how do you guys see that working with how the guard structure is? We have been um, – so the new manual. <laughs> yes, I've heard and seen the manual. And, yeah, you've seen it, right? Yeah, so you print uh, – yeah, I was the guy that printed three. That was, that was me. Sorry. Um so we've, what we've done, if we, we've gone through and condensed it down. We've got a, lack of better phrase, a, a sergeant's smart book. Mm-hmm. And we've also made some go-alongs. And uh, the three of us sat down uh, about a year ago, and we laid out a, what was it, a, a, a 60, 90, 120, and 150-day plan. So if you've got 150 days before your qual date, you can do these tables, and you have extra time to do things that you have to do. Like drive trucks, PMCS drive trucks, vehicles. Yeah, NCOERs. All these things still have yeah. to be done. Yeah. So it kind of builds in time. You get down to 120, gets a little compressed, you're a little more under the gun. You get down to 90 days, you can do it. We'll wish you the best of luck. Mm-hmm. So it, the, it, the point being, and, and what was the meeting that we were in and – Spartanburg that had all the um like the leader tra- leaders call leader, leaders call or leader, RSW yeah so all that we had all the um basically mo- most if not all of the training sergeants training the higher NCO training sergeant and we briefed them on this is what's coming this is this is the big train this is the sound you hear coming down the tracks and that information was disseminated and Sergeant Lawrence has put a, a good deal of it on the skip page as well that can be accessed just explaining if you work with your commanders, training officers are going to have to work with the commanders. They're going to, because like you said, it's time intensive. Mm-hmm. You got, you got to put the time in or you're going to, you're going to jam yourself. You're going to jam the CO and you're going to jam the soldiers. So there's a lot to it. There really is. Well, not only that, but if you think about it, how many drills do you go to and everybody's not there? Like, how is that going to affect the units with not being 100% and Joe Schmo is over here because he got pulled out to do this or the, she, someone is str- split training and cover an event for something else? Like, how is that going to work with these tables and having to be able to do each step up to the qual? So the 150-day and the 120-day has makeup. Okay. So I know how the guard works. <laughs> I've been in. 23 years so um i've been in line units mm-hmm. when they got me driving 20 trucks because i'm the only guy that's not asleep no i'm just joking but <laughs> um so we have makeup times in there so the army put out timelines that says devote a day here half a day here a day here a half a day here those are just suggestions or Way. Kind of rules of thumb. You're probably going to need about a half a day. It's not you have to do four, you know, three hours and 59 minutes isn't mm-hmm. enough. It's probably need a half day to do this. It's not the way. So they incorporate um, the 150 day. So you take 
half of the unit, you train them on table one. Yeah. While the other half does PMCS and all this stuff. After lunchtime, you flip them. They'll do the training, and then the other half will do PMCS and inventory, whatever they need to do. If somebody's not there, then you got the makeup days built in there. So if it's only two or three dudes, you know it's not going to take half a day. Mm-hmm. It may take an hour. So you got to have that person that's been to IWTS or somebody that you know is proficient at marksmanship or at least proficient at reading a manual and interpreting it, interpreting it. That's the guy you want kind of set to the side as your trainer. And he's going to be the guy. It's probably, it's not going to be just one guy. It's probably going to be four or five guys, Mm -hmm. but he's going to be the guy that's going to be training these guys, um, on makeups and the primary training. And he kind of make a point as far as what the actual doctoral guidance is, is, how much time you're supposed to invest in each one of these tasks it's just just for instance the actual qual um they they have it broke down into um like five or six different like eight hour blocks of instructions so you you do the math there and you no longer can conduct a nuts to bolts you know beginning to end qual in two days it's not possible now, again, it is a way, it is the kind of the go-by that, that can be condensed down, and, and that's what we're trying to develop right now on what it looks like for a National Guard unit to conduct this thing and still be able to do it super efficiently, very quickly, because limited time, limited range availability. Uh, perfect world, you would have three ranges because you would have um, grouping and zeroing on one range, confirm at distance on another range and then qual on another range because what's going to end up happening especially for the confirm at distance and the qualling you're going to have a whole unit waiting on your not so great shooters to confirm at distance because you're using the same range to confirm at distance as you are mm, gotcha. to qual on mm-hmm. so you're going to have a whole unit waiting on 10 bubbles mm-hmm. to to complete that so we're working on trying to figure out what the best way is to uh Reduce that bottleneck one way or the other. Reduce that bottleneck one Mm -hmm. way or the other, exactly. I.e. either opening up a third range, which is going to create even more dudes running the range. (laughs) Sergeant Lawrence does not want that. (laughs) And that's just because you got to have, at minimum, probably five or six dudes to run that range. So those are more guys that aren't going to, they're going to have to go back through the qual at another Mm -hmm. later date to caveat off your point. Um, But I I think what we're trying to do, and I can't, I can't believe we are the only ones that are thinking about this. Surely not, but is we're going to try to run uh, a, a much more condensed – once the mass majority of the unit has moved through confirming at distance, you're going to kind of shut the range down and open it back up, i.e. just kind of shutting a program down and opening a new program mm-hmm. up. And the new program will have lane 1 and 2 doing confirm at distance and lane 3 through 15 or whatever it goes out to doing the actual qual. Mm-hmm. So you don't ever slow down. It's constant – Constantly, uh, ch- you know, chipping away at what you got standing out there and keeping people busy. Um, but that's going to take the uh, the range staff to actually rewrite the uh, the program to run the range. Hmm. So. Sounds like a lot. Which has been done. <laughs> yes, it has been done successfully. Been done. Yes. Okay. Well, then maybe it's something that will work out. <laughs> Sergeant Cox. Who did that? And the reason I asked <laughs> it because we went and saw. I thought Gozu we, said it was done. To confirm at distance. Okay. 
just that, not the split programs. Oh, no. He's talking about splitting a different computer program that'll have one and two running a different program. That has not been done. If you run them as two separate entities, it's done. But as far as programming two lanes, the whole range will either be confirming at distance or or the qual or the practice, right? Not splitting it. Gotcha. Which is what we would. It wouldn't be a split. It would be two two or three, like he said, two or three targets. Sort of split. Just kind of gaming it out. I feel like that's the only way. It's the only way I can think of you it right keep, now. You can keep a National Guard out there for two days, National Guard unit out there for yeah. two days, and then able, be able to finish. Mm-hmm. As of right now, with the limits of what they got going on, I don't, I don't, I don't see it being done. There's going to be people that challenges. <laughs> There's, There's be, always challenges in the military. Is, this is an awesome. <laughs> There's going to be people that can't confirm at distance, so True. those people have to go to the back of the line for retraining anyway. Mm-hmm. So. They can't go to the qual until they confirm at distance. If they can't confirm at distance, they don't get the qual. 80%. Five rounds. Four rounds on target. One miss. Okay. To move on. Have you guys had any units successfully go from start to finish of all these tables? Or since it's not really implemented, there hasn't been anybody that's tested it all out? We can talk to the MPs because supposedly they were prepping in July... I know that their and last they, drill they shot at the new qual. They t- they tried, but I don't know what happened with it. But I, I do know. know. I haven't spoken with them. Okay. Oh, to find out. Call, I would um, like to know though. Yeah, Glover. What about Best Warrior? She would know. Yeah. That, did well, they didn't go feedback? through the whole thing. Did not go through. The they did the they did the the qual. They did table six, but they did not do tables one, two, three, okay. four, and five. Best Warrior was. To, I think we talked about this before, but first time we ran the computer program with the new. So yes, you're familiar with the old mm-hmm. forty targets that came up. Mm-hmm. You lay down, you have your magazine stacked out. You listen to the tower, and it's going to tell you, okay, pick your magazine up, get in position, load the magazine, scan your lane, whatever you know. And you shoot, and like 12, 12 minutes, 12, 12 minutes and change later, you're done. And they tell you make it clear, and then get up and get off the line. So there's still 40 targets, which is good. There's still 40 rounds, which is good. You're going to be done in less than four minutes. Mm. Three minutes, 50, what, six seconds, something like that? Why? Because not only do you have single targets, you got single targets, and then you have double targets, and then you have triple targets, and there's a couple of quads that come up there. So you have four targets at one time that require you to shoot them, anywhere from 50 to 300 meters. They're coming fast. Yes, we are. <laughs> we are training to fight a near peer adversary with large quantities of people coming to shoot us. Mm-hmm. So, the training prior to that is very important because transition is important. All reloads come from your equipment. You can't stack anything up; just lay it up on mm-hmm. there. You're changing positions. You're shooting 300 meters in the standing position and yeah. the kneeling position. Mm-hmm. Off but you're barricade. using a barricade mm-hmm. for stability, so, and that's all come back to the earlier tables, part of the training, how to get that good stable position. And, and the army's coming to uh, a much more handoff approach mm-hmm. on this. Yes, it's uh, all the way down to the fire commands. They uh, they do have a very verbatim command set that you they'll follow, but it's much more. Hey, once you go, there's no stop, reload change magazines, it's all on you. You'll you'll fire the weapon empty, and at that point it's on you to change positions and to reload and then proceed to engage the next target nearest to farthest. And um, 
it, it's kind of putting the onus back on the individual soldier, individual fighter to have a brain, you know, don't, don't mm-hmm. choke up and, and, uh, wait to be told, wait to be told like, Hey, you need to be doing this. It, it's kind of putting that back into muscle, muscle memory of, you know, being a shooter first and whatever MOS you are else later. And, uh, it's, it's good stuff. It's a good thing. And no alibis. And no alibis. Something breaks, best fix it. Because those targets are still coming. Yeah. That's right. So Now, that being said, caveat, you have a catastrophic weapons failure or something, the CEO has the right, hey, pull him off the line, get his stuff fixed, put him back in again, something like that. But if you just are you slow loading your magazine or yeah. you're looking at her, you put the bullets in backwards, hey, that's that's terrible. And your score will reflect accordingly. So. Gotcha. Is there any advice that you would give listeners or viewers so that they're not all panicking about these new changes that to help ease their mind a little bit? No reason to panic at all. Pretty much every MSC has had at least one, if not multiple guys go through the, so we've been running courses, mm-hmm. not for the individual shooters, for the training NCOs. Mm-hmm. We've been doing that, what, a year now? I think about a year now. Yep. Their training NCOs have been through, they've been exposed over a two-day course about what's coming. In mm-hmm. addition to that, each MSC has been given a, kind of put together, we'll call it a Sergeant Smart Book, and it's got tabs for all the different tables, and you flip it open, and if you can read and follow along, you can teach all the way up. So one, two, and three are non-live fire events. Mm-hmm. And one and three, you can do anywhere, drill hall floor, sergeant's time in a classroom somewhere, just sign out a weapon, and you can do those things. Two takes the EST, or SSVT, which we don't have access to yet. Or draw fire. Or dry fire, which I'm a big fan of. But you also got laser shot. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do, Sergeant Lawrence. And Sergeant Lawrence is, is excited is now about it. At the Battle Simulation Center, if you would like to sign it out. <laughs> in Rifmas. Yes, that is true. It's in yeah. Rifmas now. Um, four, five, and six are live fire events, and mm-hmm. obviously you have to schedule range time and secure ammunition for those things. But your basics are going to be learned at one, two, and three. So. It's um, it, They really shouldn't freak out, but you do have to do the, the training. You have to, you have to study the basics. And that's really the whole, the whole point of this whole conversation and everything the Army did was we have to do the basics, and we have to do the basics well. And if you skip them, you have qualification rates like we're currently seeing. Mm-hmm. And we would like them to be better. Basically, is just is <laughs> she was waiting on you. Man. I know I can see that <laughs> he wanted to say something. Is <laughs> is to get the unit prepared and ready, and not let people that's not prepared and can't qualify and can't shoot not not necessarily can't shoot, but they're not going to let you shoot unless you do these things. Mm-hmm. And the confirmant distance is the thing that. If you can confirm at distance, there is no reason why you can't qual. Mm -hmm. If you can hit the 300-meter target four out of five times, if you can hit the 200-meter target four out of five times, and if you can hit the 100-meter target four out of five times, you're going to qual. And he's we've kicked – okay, so we've kicked the term, the the phrase confirm at distance around a lot, and if some of the people listening haven't – so we normally old way – you shoot at 25 meters. You shoot at 25 meters, and the target reflects 
what a 300-meter silhouette would look like in size. Mm -hmm. And since the the arc of the round, the travel of the round, intersects pretty closely at 25 and 300 in the little arc, it's just an easier way to do it. That's why we do it at 25 meters, because we don't want to walk the extra 275 just to go look at our target. But that's a an approximation. It's pretty close. Usually it's pretty close, especially if you shoot a tight group. But it's not... It's not really real. It's not a 300 meter. It's a 25 meter zero. So confirm at distance means you actually have to go and shoot at a target 300 meters away. 100, 200, 300. Which is why we're saying it's going to take extra time because obviously you can't shoot 300 meters on a 25 meter zero. Mm -hmm. So you have to go somewhere you can. But if you're shooting confirm at distance, which has different programs, right? They're popping up. You hit it and it falls down. Yay. You got him. But if you're doing that, you can't have people qualifying at the same time. So yeah. confirmant distance means you actually have to shoot the stated distance, which is a very good idea. It's just a little bit difficult in execution because of the lim limits, the bottlenecks we have of ranges. So, Gotcha. There we go. Well, that was definitely a lot of information in a short amount of time. There's <laughs> so much more. It's, I know. It's longer than what you wanted to go for. I'm just saying. But we that's the it. thing is we're going to have more <laughs> videos with you guys. We're going to have you come back and explain more. So this is kind of just to break the ice and get the information yep. out there. And then we'll have you guys come back and do some other cool, fun stuff. I was going to see if Sergeant Pritchett would kind of walk you through the a new target there for about 45 minutes thinking, or so. I was thinking about it. <laughs> we'll definitely save that for another day. That's his whole other program right there. Yes, but I do appreciate all of you guys stopping by and talking with me about this so we can get the information out for all the service members that are going to be partaking in this at some point um, with their units. Um, but if you like this video, make sure you give it a big thumbs up. If you haven't subscribed to our channel, make sure you hit the subscribe button, and we will catch you in the next episode.